Hello, and welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. On this podcast, I will be sharing what God has been teaching me lately while also featuring guests on the show. This is a relaxed place to feel like you're having a cup of coffee or tea and talking about Christian lifestyle with vulnerability, challenging ourselves on our beliefs and actions as believers of Jesus, growing deeper in scripture, sharing testimonies of God's faithfulness, and exploring how we can grow deeper in love with our King while living for His glory. Make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the episode. Hello, friends. I'm so grateful that you all are here. I'm so excited for today because my dear friend, Catherine, is here today for the episode. And y'all, this is going to be a special one. We are talking about friendship. So I was like, might as well invite one of my good friends <laughs> to come and be on the episode with me. Um, but Catherine and I, we have a cool story, I feel like. Mm-hmm. We met on Instagram 2017, 2016, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. And I was like, this is the coolest person ever. Like, <laughs> I want to meet her. And then I was at my sister's dance camp or something like that. And I found out that she was there at the same time. And I was like, I have to meet her. Like, this is going to be amazing. And so we met and yes. now it's history. Oh, like it we the have best thing ever. Oh, it was so great. <laughs> yep. So I'm so, so grateful you're mm. here and just excited to see what the Lord is going to do. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. You <laughs> yes. <I'm> excited. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always have people tell a little bit about themselves. Mm. So if you wouldn't mind doing that. Well, I'm Catherine. <laughs> Um, I recently got married. I got married last year. We have a baby um, that we had in June. And so life has just been full of changes and beautiful craziness. Um, I have a huge heart for women in ministry and I've enjoyed Instagramming for the past several years of just encouraging other women to pursue the Lord and especially ladies who are in a season of singleness and truly just waiting on the Lord to provide them their love story. Um, I'm super passionate about those things. And so, yeah, yeah. that's just a little bit about me. Yay. <laughs> I love Jesus. <laughs> oh yeah, she does. She definitely does. It was actually when I first followed her, I was like, man, this girl's on fire mm-hmm. for the Lord. And it inspired me so many times in my walk with the Lord. And um, I've know that it's inspired so many other people mm-hmm. as well. Like that I've, I put out this question box. I was like, who should I have on my podcast? And I have several people who put you. So just know you're such an encouragement. That encourages me. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So um, I was really just having on my heart to reach out to you Mm -hmm. because last year at your bridal shower, Mm -hmm. I met so many women who Mm -hmm. were just on fire for the Lord and just had this fear of God in their hearts. And I was like, I want a group of women that are like that, that are on fire for the Lord. And so I was like, you know, friendship is a big Mm -hmm. topic. A lot of people struggle with it. A lot of people struggle with meeting those right people or how to trust friends, Mm -hmm. or maybe they're in a time of loneliness right now and they don't have friends. Um, And so God was just like, ask Catherine. And Mm -hmm. so thank you so much for being here and Mm -hmm. just being able to talk. Um, And I'm just excited to see how the Lord's going to move. Yes, me too. I'm excited. Yes. Very nice. Um, so mm-hmm. I put some questions out on Instagram or like a little poll and you all sent the questions in. <laughs> so these are questions from, um, male and female. So it's not just female, but, um, our first question is what are healthy boundaries that you should have with friends? Mm-hmm. And that's such a, that's such a good question to have, because for me, it only has been until this past year 
that I've even really started figuring out what boundaries look like. Mm. So for me growing up, I, my parents did such an amazing job of making sure that us kids would include those who were always sitting by themselves or um, just having such an unconditional loving approach to relationships. Um, And I'm so thankful for that, but it hasn't been until this past year that I realized one of the biggest keys to having a good, healthy friendship is boundaries. Mm. Like you can't really go without having them. And for me, yeah, I guess that was just something that the Lord really started awakening me to realize I really need to establish this in my relationships. So I love this question. Um, can you ask it again? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love that. That's another piece I love about you. You're so real. It's so great. Um, but what are healthy boundaries you should have with friends? Yeah. So I think that question really depends on the kind of friendship that you have, really evaluating the kind of friendship that you have. Um, I have come to my husband many times in tears, just sharing my heart with him over just hurts or frustrations that I've had in friendships. And he's been so good at pointing out to me, you know, Catherine, I think part of the issue is this is more of a shepherding friendship. Mm -hmm. So for instance, this is the kind of friendship where you encourage, right? You equip, you pour out spiritually to this person. But this person might not be in a place where they can really pour much out as well. And there are just going to be people who are in that place in life where they don't have much to give. Um, And so once he kind of pointed that out to me that I really what I was longing for was to receive back from this friendship just wasn't it wasn't um, practical. It wasn't Mm -hmm. this person wasn't able to give me what I really needed. So once he helped me kind of establish and acknowledge what the friendship was, I was then able to go and take that and realize, okay, well, maybe I don't pour out as much, or maybe I just am more spirit led in how I go about my relationship with this person because we want to be intentional, right? We want to be intentional with our time, just like we're intentional with our time with the Lord. And the Lord wants to be intent. He wants us to be intentional with the people in our lives. And so Number one, boundaries, establishing what kind of a friendship it is. Is it is it a friendship that goes both ways? Or is it a friendship that it's mainly you pouring out and them just receiving? Um, another thing, too, is really being spirit-led. Mm. That's, that's pretty much what it should be first and foremost. <laughs> really asking the Lord, Lord, what does this friendship look like? Lord, what are the boundaries that should, that should be put in place? If it is a friendship that they just take, 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 maybe you don't pour out as much Mm. and, and not in an unloving or rude way, but maybe you just evaluate, okay, what are my priorities? And when I do spend time with this friend, maybe I just don't share as much. Maybe it's not a safe place to share. I think also really figuring out and establishing the safety of a friendship is really important because I feel like I could pour my heart and soul out to you, Kayla, <laughs> and just be received with such love and encouragement and be pointed back to the Lord. But some people might not be able to be in a place where they could encourage me in that way. And so I really feel like it all has to do with the kind of friendship that you have and really allowing the Lord to really lead you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's the key is letting the Lord lead you mm-hmm. because um, like I've had a friendship that's or in the past where Mm -hmm. we shared everything together. And then I realized that, 
okay, maybe this is not quite the friendship mm-hmm. that I should be sharing everything with. And mm-hmm. it was nothing against that person, right. but it just was one. I realized that I was kind of creating her to be God. Like mm-hmm. I was pouring out my heart, mm-hmm. everything to her instead yeah. of coming to the Lord. Yeah. But also I realized that there was some trust that was being broken mm-hmm. there. Um, and so definitely like just let the spirit lead, you know, yeah. and, and pray about those friendships. Like yeah. you said, it's definitely important. So, yes. um, so, okay, talking about letting the spirit lead, mm-hmm. what do you feel like is the difference between a good friendship and a Christ-like friendship? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good question. Yeah. I think it's a really good indicator whether it's a good friendship versus a Christ-like friendship um, based off of just if the person really loves Jesus and points you to Jesus. That really is the defining factor. Um And I think evaluating where your priorities are, because for me, I'm in a season in life where I want to surround myself with ladies who love Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's all I really want to receive. Like, yes, we can go to the mall or we can have fun or, you know, send each other memes. (laughs) Like there is that aspect of having a fun friendship with someone. Um, But someone who points you to Jesus, that that is what defines everything. That's what makes a friendship stand out. And so for me, let's say I have a good friendship. Okay. Maybe I check in with this person once in a while, but that's not the main friendship that I'm going to invest Mm in. Um, that's not the main friendship that I'm even going to let influence my life because I want it to be Christ. So I really think it honestly just depends on really where you're at in life and what you're willing to seek out, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's a good point is there are some of those friendships where, um, you aren't, necessarily seeing Christ in that mm-hmm. like they could be a beautiful friendship mm-hmm. and you are having fun yeah. you know and enjoying that time together yeah. but it's just you're not being pushed closer to the Lord mm-hmm. in that friendship and it's not meaning like you can't be friends with right. them but it's maybe not those close yes. group of people yes. that you have and um and how I, much you share your heart with yeah really, I think exactly yeah. right mm-hmm. and you do become those people that you hang out mm-hmm. with the most like Absolutely. there's that saying and so Yes. Just uh, figuring out like, okay, those people that I am hanging out mm-hmm. the most with, are they pushing me closer to the yes. Lord? And am I pushing them closer to the Lord mm-hmm. as well? Um, it can be hard. I will say is there are so many awesome people mm-hmm. that say they are Christians, mm-hmm. but they aren't necessarily pushing you closer to the mm-hmm. Lord because they're not pursuing the yes. Lord in deeper ways. Yes. And that can be hard because they're at church or they're at your mm-hmm. Christian college or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And they say they love the Lord, mm-hmm. but are you seeing that fruit in their mm-hmm. life? And that 100%. can be hard. Yeah. yeah. And it might be one of those things where maybe you're the one, you know, pushing that friendship more towards Christ. But I also think you can experience burnout too, <laughs> because you have to be filled up too. You mm-hmm. need, you need encouragement, you need fellowship. And so I think it goes back to being spirit led, because if you're led by the Lord and led by the spirit to have those kinds of friendships where they might be a little more lukewarm Mm -hmm. and you don't receive as much spiritual encouragement from them, he will give you the grace. Mm -hmm. He will give you the grace to enter into those friendships and, and pour out spiritually. And, and if the grace isn't there, then maybe that's not your season and maybe that's not what you're supposed to be investing in. So Mm -hmm. that's another to add. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. And that's another key is there are different seasons Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, how do you let God cultivate your friendships instead of being anxious about not having those people in your life yet? Mm, that's a really good, that's a really good question. 
And I feel like I'm still walking this out. You mm -hmm. know, something Kayla and I were just talking about earlier was I'm in a different season in life. You know, I have a baby. I'm married. Um, a lot of my friends, they're either single or they're in relationships, but they're not married and they don't have children yet. So I feel like it's it's harder sometimes to find friends who are, are willing to enter into your season with mm -hmm. you, even if that's not what they're experiencing. Um, I have always desired to be that friend and to enter into, you know, other seasons of life with other people. Um, but it's hard. It's hard when really the longing of my heart is to be surrounded by other mothers mm -hmm. or to be surrounded by other women who are figuring out how to be wives right alongside with me, you know, because I'm still figuring that out. Right. Um, I really think the key is finding contentment in Christ first and foremost, really letting him be the best friend that you could ever have because, mm -hmm. and that sounds kind of cheesy, but it really is true. I mean, yeah. he is our all in all. He is what we need. He is what fulfills every single little crack and hole and hole in our hearts. And if we don't have him fulfilling just those, the depths of our desires, like that desire for community, that desire for deep friendship in Christ, um, and we're not letting him be what fills that, then we are going to be discontent mm -hmm. and we are going to be discouraged and we are going to be lonely. And, and I think it's okay too, to be real with the Lord and to acknowledge where we're at mm -hmm. because yes, we can acknowledge he is our all in all, but it's okay to tell him we're lonely too. Yeah. And that we, we long for that kind of a friendship. So I think the key is having Jesus be first and foremost, our everything, and then expressing our hearts to him and really allowing him to be what we need until mm -hmm. he brings along what he has. Right. Right. And that's something that you've inspired me personally through the years is mm -hmm. um, even posting on Instagram, you know, just you have been so vulnerable mm -hmm. on Instagram with what you've been struggling with or like what you brought to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it, when I started seeing that, I was like, wow, like that's what true intimacy with God looks like is you are bringing these things before him. You are sharing, Hey God, I'm lonely right now. Yeah. Or I have friends, but they're not, they're not mm -hmm. people that I've been desiring to be with, or I'm not receiving fruit from this or, you know, whatever the case may be, like bring those things before the Lord. Like I've seen that in your life and I've seen like this closeness and this deep intimacy that you do have with Jesus. And it's so beautiful to see that not many people have. And so I think if you are just focusing on finding contentment, finding mm -hmm. joy and finding peace in the Lord yes. first, like that's mm -hmm. when the rest yes. follows yeah. and it may not be instant too, right. but right. you know, you're finding your fulfillment truly in the mm -hmm. Lord and that can go with any relationship, yes. not just friendships. That's right. Yeah. 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 So that's a, I really like that answer. It's mm. <laughs> a good one. <laughs> um, so how do you personally make friendships last a lifetime? Mm. You know, <clears throat> I was pondering over this question <laughs> because I think, you know, everything that I'm talking about, I I'm preaching to myself because I want to make sure that I'm that kind of friend for someone else. You know, I can look at, what I long for to have in a friend, <laughs> you know, someone who loves Jesus, someone who's loyal, someone who is willing to enter into life seasons with me. Um, but I really want to be that friend to someone else. And so I think, yes, that's, that's a part of it. I think a part of it is being that friend to someone, someone who's going to want to be a friend for a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Um, but 
I think really it's Jesus really allowing the Lord to be the one to orchestrate those kinds of friendships. You know, I have, I have a dear friend of mine. I've known her for 17 years and she has been one of the few friends that I can worship the Lord with. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll just turn on worship music and we'll start praying and we journal and we read our Bibles together. Like it is Mm -hmm. sweet. It is an iron sharpening iron friendship. And I, I look at our, our, the seasons that our friendship has gone through. And there have been seasons where we have seen each other a ton. And then there have been seasons where we really hadn't seen each other at all. And I talk to her all the time and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, do you, do you see how the Lord has just held us together? Mm. It's Jesus. It really is. I mean, you can, you can try in yourself to produce a lifelong friendship and you can try and fight for a friendship. And, and I have, I mean, I've, that kind of person, when I say, I love you, I love you. And when I say, you're my friend, you're my friend, right? <laughs> but so much to the fault where the Lord has actually had to kind of pry people out of my life mm-hmm. and have, he's had to be the one to allow them to walk away because he knew that I never was going to. Mm-hmm. And he knew that things weren't healthy or he knew that things weren't glorifying him. Yeah. And sorry, I'm kind of going on a rabbit trail. That's how I talk. No, this is great. <laughs> but but I, I think the key is, yes, being the kind of friend that you would want to receive and, you know, the kind of, you know what I'm trying yes. to say? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, being that friend, <laughs> but also really letting the Lord pick that, pick those friendships, right. those lifelong friendships. Um, because I look at my friend, Sarah and I, and I know that Jesus is the one that has rooted rooted our friendship, has established it, um, has grounded it in him. And there's just, there's just no way that her and I could have kept this, you Mm -hmm. know, it really is the Lord. So letting him pick those lifelong friendships. I think he's, he's the biggest key. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. This, okay. This is my own personal Mm -hmm. question. I thought of something as you were talking about that. Um, so I had a recent situation with a friend that, um, we got together after mm-hmm. being at summer camp and she was like, Kayla, if I'm being honest with you, I kind of feel like you've kind of just left me. Mm-hmm. And we said at the beginning of summer that we were going to really fight for this friendship mm-hmm. and you've kind of just left on the deep end. And I told her, I was like, oh my goodness, you were so right. Mm-hmm. And I had to process. And I think I figured it out is I was afraid of putting so much effort into this friendship mm-hmm. for her to just betray me yes. because of some past friendships that yeah. I've had. So. I don't know if you've personally had that experience before, (laughs) Um, and I'm sure we're not the only ones. Mm -hmm. So what suggestion would you give to that friend Mm -hmm. that is like what I did this Mm -hmm. summer who was starting to pull away because of the fear of rejection? What would you recommend Mm -hmm. to them? Like, what are those wise nuggets that you can give? Yeah, communication is so key, and I think communication is needed in any kind of friendship that you have, whether it's boyfriend-girlfriend situation, husband and wife, you know. mother-daughter relationship, like communication is so key. And I think what your friend did was amazing Mm -hmm. because she opened up and said, Hey, like the fact that she cared enough about your friendship to Mm -hmm. vocalize how she was feeling is amazing because unfortunately not a lot of people can so graciously receive what other people say, just like you graciously received what she said. I mean, Kayla, that's awesome that your heart was open to that because I just, I've had a lot of experiences where I've opened up or I've shared about a hurt or a struggle and 
that friend either shuts down or they're just not wanting to work through anything. So communication is really key with that. And just being vulnerable and saying, hey, um, I'm sorry I'm pulling away. It's because of fear or being on the other end saying, hey, I really care about this friendship. Mm. What's going on? Are yeah. you okay? Like, do we need to talk about anything? Um, that has truly been something that I have really strive for in my friendships when I start to feel like something's off or something's not quite right, or maybe the Lord even convicts me mm -hmm. about something that I did or something that I said that I shouldn't have, um, communication, really going to that person and clearing the air and making sure, making sure there's unity and oneness in the Lord, <laughs> because, oh man, I feel like we waste so much time when, when we don't, when we don't talk. Yeah. when we don't communicate and when we don't have soft hearts to receive what other people have to say yeah. and vice versa. Yeah, that's so true. Soft hearts, that's mm -hmm. a big key for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. And if you do bring up things with friends because yeah. communication is key, yeah. if they don't take it the way that you mm -hmm. had hoped for or that you yes. envisioned, yes. it's surrendering that to the Lord and Absolutely. trusting him in that. Yes. And, and Kayla, I've been on the receiving end of that. Mm -hmm. You know, I have... I would say in different situations, I've been the one to want to fight for the friendship or I've been the one to want to talk through things. And either the person has kind of just shut me out or they're just not interested in talking through things at that time. Yeah. Um, like you said, really holding loosely the outcome because one of the most heart-wrenching things can be when you really expect things to be healed and restored mm -hmm. and that person is just not interested in that because the thing is about friendship since we're talking about it <laughs> it goes both ways at least a true in-depth god-centered friendship does it goes both ways and being able to i don't know yeah hear each other out is so is so important but also not everyone's going to have the grace mm. um, to be able to want to walk through things with you or talk through things with you. And, and that's another thing too, is everyone has their own stories <laughs> and their own experiences and how we grew up really shapes how we handle our friendships, right? Mm. What, what our parents true. teach us is really, it plays a vital role in how we go about handling things with people. So for instance, my parents always taught me, Catherine, we work through things. We talk through things. We bring things up. Yeah. From my experience in different friendships that I've had, those friends did not grow up in homes where their parents really encouraged them to be. So, so they just didn't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so here I am. I'm like, let's talk about this. Oh, oh yeah. this is conflict. You know, let's, let's, I want to hear you out. Yeah. And they kind of shrivel back. It's intimidating because they don't know. So some people just genuinely aren't interested in working things out, but then some people just don't know how. And so I think the key is really being spirit led and figuring out when to extend grace and understanding and patience towards those friends. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's so good. Yeah. That's very true. Different mm -hmm. ways that you've grown up. That's a really good yeah. point. Yeah. Because we're the same way, like we've mm -hmm. grown up, I'm saying we, mm -hmm. I'm like having my sister in my mind, but I've grown up mm -hmm. in a family that's very communicative yeah. as well. So yeah, just realizing that there is grace in those mm -hmm. moments. Yeah, that's really good. Um, so I really appreciate this, con or this question mm -hmm. because I've had this question as well through mm -hmm. the years that the Lord has been growing me in is how do you have deep conversations instead of talking about shallow things all the time? How do you balance mm -hmm. that? Yeah. 
You know, I guess for me, it depends on the friend. I think it really depends on the kind of friend. I mm -hmm. think sometimes you might be in a season where you're the one bringing up deeper things and that can be hard. That mm -hmm. can be really hard when you feel like you're the only one encouraging your friendship in that direction. Um, and I feel like in situations like that, the Lord might have you do that. And it might be just a really long season of you pushing for that spiritual <laughs> depth. And, and then eventually they might, you know, grow deeper and desire that too. And then your friendship can be both ways in that area spiritually. Mm -hmm. Um, but then sometimes there are friends where you, you can try and, and stir deep, deeper conversations, you know, more meaningful, more in depth. Um, yeah. Conversations between you both and they're just not, not interested. Um, I don't know. So I, I would say that, yes, be the one to bring up Jesus. Yes. Be, you know, be the one to, to bring God into the picture, especially if you're passionate about him and you love him and that's naturally a part of your life. You know, what, what's a part of you will flow out. Um, but if you're having to continually fight for, for it, um, my encouragement would be to maybe pray about maybe another friendship where you can receive more of that spiritual encouragement. And I've discovered that with mutual friends who love Jesus just as much as I do, there's such a, there's just a natural balance. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just do life together. You talk about life together and, and then he's just there because he's a part of her life and he's a part of my life. Yeah. You know, the same goes for, you know, when I met my husband, Michael, like it was, just such a mutual thing. There wasn't this awkward, oh, well, maybe I should bring Jesus into the conversation now. Mm. No, it just was a natural flow. And so I feel like with with friends that Jesus just brings into your life who they do love Jesus just as much as you do, it, it's a natural, it's a natural balance. And if you find that you're having to fight for it and push it, Ask the Lord if you have the grace to continue doing so. And if you don't have the grace, then maybe come to the realization that that friendship might just not be as in depth mm. as you desire it to be. Um, and that's okay. That doesn't mean that there aren't other more in depth friendships that he has for you. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting that you bring up the whole like Michael piece too, mm -hmm. um, because I was thinking about, you know, with thinking so much about, desiring a future mm -hmm. husband and all that mm -hmm. you think so much of okay i'm not gonna settle and i'm gonna you know do all this <laughs> yeah it's kind of the same with friendships Absolutely. if you think about it like god wants his very best yes. for you yes and so and it's not to be like okay i can't be friends with you because you're right. not you know in love with jesus like mm -hmm. i am it's not that no it's the whole like okay you're close knit of mm -hmm. friends that close group mm -hmm. that you can be honest you can be real with yet mm -hmm. you can encourage and they can encourage you yeah. those are the people that you're picky yes. with Yes. And that you're not going to settle for. Exactly. Because those those people, Kayla, <laughs> those people have so much influence over your life. Mm -hmm. And I think you mentioned this before, but like you become who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. You know, and even just as I was thinking about um, just this, just recording today with you and our conversations, um, the, the kind of the main theme of my life right now that I've been learning recently comes from a verse, Romans 12, 15. And it says, rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Mm -hmm. 
that is such a key attribute of a true friend and yeah. the kind of friends that you want in your close-knit circle group, right? The friends that you go to for prayer, the friends that you are vulnerable with your with your struggles, and the friends that you you share a lot with. And mm -hmm. those are the kind of friends that should be able to enter in just as much as you enter into their lives. Does yeah. that make sense? And yeah. so I just, I just can't help but ponder about this verse because this verse has just, the Lord has just used it to encourage me that I want to be that kind of friend to other people. You know, I've been in a lot of transitional seasons in my life where it's also led to a lot of realizations regarding different friendships where I realized, wow, that that friend just doesn't have the grace to enter into my joy, even mm. though I've always entered into her joy mm. and I've always entered into her excitement. Now, when it's finally my turn, there's nothing there mm. that can be hard, but realizing and not taking it personally <laughs> is a really key thing, but realizing and lovingly releasing that friend and realizing maybe, maybe they're just not meant to be a part of my season right now. And I surround myself with friends who will enter into my joy mm -hmm. and, and who can enter into, um, the place that God has for me and vice versa. Being that friend for other people yeah. is super important because we want our friends to feel like they can share their excitement with us, mm -hmm. even if that's something we've always longed for and vice versa. We want to be a safe place. And I realized that a lot of friendships lack that. Mm -hmm. And it's really, sad, but I think that's an area God wants us to grow us all in. I mean, that's a scriptural command, yeah. you know, because that's what the father does with us. Yeah. He weeps when we weep and he rejoices when we rejoice and kind of goes along with what you were saying, like not just cutting people off because this world, especially when it comes to friendships, we can go to two extremes. Okay. We can go to the unconditional forgiveness, which forgiveness is key and unconditional is key in, in loving people well. But we kind of let that become a reason to allow us to be doormats, mm -hmm. right? And allow hurts to build up in our own hearts or allow unhealthy things to form in a friendship because we want to be unconditional. Then then you have the other extreme where the world is like, oh, you're toxic, cut them out, you know, yeah. and just ignore them. Don't text them anymore. Well, that's not exactly being Jesus to them either. Right. I think there's a really healthy balance. And I think it goes back to just being spirit led mm -hmm. and letting the Lord be the one to discern what, what that friendship is and what, yeah. yeah, how you should go about it. Yeah. But to, to go with that really fast is like there, I think there's a lot of fear that the enemy tries to bring in friendships mm -hmm. because like, with this friend that I, mm -hmm. you know, backed out of, it was the fear of rejection. Yeah. Or um, even I was just sharing with you before this episode mm -hmm. how I was going through something and um, I didn't come to you to ask for prayer mm -hmm. because of the fear of you being busy with your baby or being yeah. married. And so I think just being aware that the enemy hates friendship. Yes. He hates it. Yes. He hates community. He hates unity. And he just hates this closeness that we can have. Yes. And so he's going to do everything he can mm -hmm. to destroy that. And so just making sure, and I'm preaching to myself right now, mm -hmm. <laughs> but like making sure that those friendships, like this friendship mm -hmm. that, you know, mm -hmm. I'm talking about right now yeah. that we have yes. is like making sure that I'm not living in that place of fear that you're yes. too busy yes. or that you don't want to listen to me or, yes. you know, things like that. But just realizing like, no, that's like the lies from the enemy mm -hmm. because Catherine, she does want to listen. She mm -hmm. does want to be there for me. She does want to pray for me mm -hmm. and living in that place of yes. truth. 
instead of in the lies. Yes, Kayla, that's so that's so true. I was even thinking about in the car today, like, man, we were made and created and designed for community. I mean, it it is part of our DNA to need the body of Christ. Yeah. You are a part of the body. I'm a part of the body. That friend who hurt me over there like five years ago, <laughs> that that stinging pain that that happened in that friendship, like she's a part of the body. She is a precious child of God. Like we we were meant and created for unity and and community. <laughs> Didn't mean to rhyme there. <laughs> um Man, but that is such a key part in how God has created us to be. So, of course, we're going to long for those friendships. And, of course, the enemy is going to come in. And especially amongst the body, Mm. especially amongst sisters in Christ, especially amongst brothers and sisters in Christ, he is going to try and separate as much as he can. And at the end of the day, that friend that hurt me or that friend that was in that really hurting place herself when I go to heaven, I'm going to see her. (laughs) Like I'm going to see that sister in Christ or, you know, that brother that, that hurt me or that I hurt him or whatever the situation was. Um, cause each situation is different. Like at the end of the day, Christ is what unifies us. And so how we pursue one another and how we think about one another, whether it's thinking the best, I just feel like that's so important. Like the Lord desires for us to think the best about one another, for me to think the best about you, Kayla, and to Mm. say, you know what? I think Kayla cares about me. I know she loves me. So I'm going to come to her with this or even just, you know, vice versa, like that fear of me being too busy, you know, just really, like you said, not letting that fear control our relationships and how, how we really pursue one another Mm -hmm. um, in the Lord. Yeah, the enemy hates it. And I mm-hmm. think that's why the area of people struggle so much in the area of friendships mm-hmm. and especially in the body. There's a lot of hurt and a lot of pain. And a lot of times we just don't know how to walk through things mm-hmm. well. We don't know how to handle things in a way that honors the Lord. And I, I was thinking about this concept that friendships were created to worship the Lord too. It's not just a mutual iron sharpening iron thing. Like it's made to honor him. And if there's a friendship in our life that does not honor him or does not bring us closer to him, man, like that, that doesn't, that doesn't bring him joy. That doesn't glorify him. And and it could just be because that person isn't able to be in a place where they can enter into a healthy friendship with you. Um, and that, again, how we go about those friendships versus cutting them off versus graciously and lovingly releasing them is Mm. really important because at the end of the day, we're a part of the body. And I just don't feel like we treat each other like that. Mm. Yeah. That, wow. Yeah. Mm. That's convicting to me. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, you're right. We don't treat each other like that. doesn't mean we don't have boundaries, but it's that, it's that, man, like agape love. It's unconditional, but and agape love is his perfect love. Okay. It's his love. So his love is unconditional and it is gracious and it is kind and it's perfect. Okay. <laughs> but it's also a love of justice and a love of righteousness. And I just think as believers and how we approach our friendships, we need that balance, mm-hmm. which is Jesus. So we just need Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Amen. <laughs> we need Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Um, 
Okay. This also, this was a question that I related mm-hmm. to as well is how do you make sure it's a friendship where both sides mm-hmm. are asking questions and gaining from it? <sighs> yes. Um, so that has kind of just, I don't know. I feel like it, it even can go beyond just asking questions. It can just be how invested this friend is. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, you know, even referring to Romans twelve fifteen, like weeping with those who weep, rejoicing with those who rejoice. I think a really key thing is when you go through a season that that friend, that thing that that friend has always wanted, whether it's a relationship. Okay. Let's use that for an example. If that friend really isn't able to enter into your joy or ask you questions or is excited for you um, and they're more focused on their pain and their hurt, Mm. I feel like that's a really key indicator that it's mainly just been you, Mm. (laughs) you pouring out and you investing in and you entering in. And like I said before, sometimes there are seasons for that, but if that was a person that you really considered to be a part of your close circle, I think taking that to the Lord and just saying, Lord, I, I'm really hurt that this isn't a two-way street and really seeking him on how he should go about that friendship, whether it's maybe not sharing as much um, or investing as much. And I'm not saying you just walk away in bitterness and resentment or hurt, but you just lovingly and graciously release that person and realize Mm -hmm. they're just, they're not able to be that friend for you. Um, I think that's really a simple way of indicating whether or not it's a two-way street and vice versa, even just like with the question part, like I think the question was, can you repeat it again? Yeah. Um, how do you make sure it's a friendship with both sides are asking questions mm-hmm. and gaining from yes. it? You should be, you should feel invested in as well. And if you don't, then I think that's your, that's your indicator that it is more one-sided. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something I struggled with personally mm-hmm. several years back um, before the Lord started bringing really mm-hmm. Christ-like friendships. I was like, I'm the only one asking questions or I'm the only one bringing this to the table or whatever. And God was just like, Kayla, just pray for those Mm -hmm. friendships because what I wasn't doing is I was living in fear and just being like, Oh, I don't have this type of friend or, you know, whatever. And I wasn't bringing it to the Lord because I was placing him in a box. I was like, you can't bring those people, God, like you're not able to do that, but he is able, he is more than able to bring these type people that you're talking Mm -hmm. about. Um, to bring those people that rejoice with you and that weep with you and that you can yeah. do that with them. So just, it's just life. It, it life is. together. <laughs> really thick is. And thin. I yeah. mean, life is hard. Yeah. And so to, to walk it out with those kinds of friends, man, mm-hmm. that's needed. Yeah, and for sure. He will. Like you said, Kayla, I mean, God, God desires that for us. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, he would desire a God-centered marriage for us or a relationship for us or like having his best in store for us. I mean, that's how he has friendships too. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. How do you, this is mm-hmm. not something that I sent to you, but um, how do you feel, how do I word this? Mm-hmm. So I've had several friendships mm-hmm. where I was very jealous mm-hmm. or where the friend was very jealous of me. Yeah. How do you suggest for people who are also in that situation or who have been, how do you handle jealousy with friendships? Oh. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. a good question. It I is. mean, I, I've, I've had friends walk away because of this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
it's, it's a personal thing for me just because that's what I've, what I've experienced. And I've experienced jealousy. You know, I, it's not just been the other way around. I've, I've experienced times where it's like, man, whatever it may be, whether it's the season of life that they're in, um, the job that they have, or just their success, whatever it may be. Um, it's definitely been something I've experienced as well, but I think really praying praying over the friendship with this person when you know that jealousy is at the center of it. Mm. Um, because jealousy is not something that honors the Lord and that's yeah. not something of the Lord. That really is of the enemy. Um, really praying about how you can really point this friend to Christ or even just point yourself to Christ. <laughs> if you're the one feeling jealous, whatever it may be, um, Jesus really is the answer. Because you can encourage this this friend or this friend can encourage you as much as they possibly can. But at the end of the day, really, it is Jesus that is the one that secures us in our identity in him and in our season of life in him. Um, does that answer your yeah. question? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think all of these like questions, like it all comes back to bringing yeah. it before the Lord. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly what you just said. Just. Yeah, laying that before God, whether the person mm -hmm. is jealous or whether you're jealous. Yeah, because really, I mean, you can try, let's say, you know, your friend in this situation is the one that's jealous. Um, you can try and boost her up as much as you possibly can, but that doesn't mean she's going to believe you, and that doesn't mean that it's going to make anything better. Or even, I don't know, trying to lovingly come alongside of her and say, I know that you know, and I'm in a season that you've always wanted, mm -hmm. you know, I'm so sorry that this is hard for you. You know, I don't mean this to be hurtful or anything. You can try and say that. And that still might not be what soothes her heart. Really. It's Jesus that right. she needs to help soothe her heart right? or your heart. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, to you, how do mm -hmm. you know when it's a safe friendship to share mm -hmm. or how to realize it's a toxic friendship? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think again, one of the biggest lessons, you know, that I've been learning is if it's, if it's a mutual friendship, mm -hmm. um, if it's a friend where I can enter into her joy and she can enter into mine, I feel like that's a really good indicator that it is safe because it's that, that friend has a heart for you just as much as you have a heart for her or him or what, you know, whatever your situation may be. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I really think that also letting the Lord, letting the Lord lead, <laughs> letting, you know, coming back to having Jesus be the one that leads, let, being spirit led, um, because I think he gives you discernment. Mm -hmm. I, I have had moments where there, there was a season where I, you know, shared a lot with this friend and we kind of just did life together and we, you know, would text every day and seasons changed. And the Lord just did not give me peace to open up to her anymore about what mm -hmm. I was walking through. And there were some things that happened that made it not safe, but he also was really the main factor of really giving discernment. Okay. Things have shifted. Mm -hmm. This, this isn't exactly as safe anymore as it was before, yeah. because when you share your heart with someone, it's vulnerable. Mm -hmm. It's, it's kind of a scary thing. Like it when is. we confess even our sins to one another, Oh, that's hefty. And mm -hmm. I, I, I want to be someone that's safe for someone else, right. you know, to come to. And I, I want to be the kind of friend that 
can encourage and love unconditionally and have that friend who's coming to me and sharing her heart with me feel like not only she's pointed to Jesus, but also, you know, she's received with love and grace. Um, yeah. So letting, letting Jesus be the one that you know determines, but also really just figuring out what the friendship is about, if it's about Jesus or not. Um, and if it's a mutual friendship, that's just in my, in my personal opinion, how I have evaluated healthy friendships versus, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe people who are in more of a struggling state and the friendship itself with you two combined is more toxic Mm -hmm. because I, I believe we all have toxic tendencies. That's sin really. Yeah. Toxicity is sin. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's not good. It's not pleasant. And we all have that. Um, you know, there, there was a friendship where the Lord just kind of allowed it to gently evaporate. Mm -hmm. And that was really hard for me because I loved her. I loved this friend. I mean, she was so dear to me, but the Lord was just like, Catherine, this doesn't honor me. This doesn't glorify me. And so I think he's going to step in and he's going to intervene. If you're allowing him to be the Lord of your life and really allowing him to dictate who's in your life, the people you invest in, um, he's, he's going to speak up about something that doesn't honor him. So, yeah. And it, that is coming back to having intimacy with mm-hmm. him and, you know, trusting him and not putting him in that yeah. box. Um, but if he does want to reveal to you that a friendship isn't, mm-hmm. you know, honoring him in mm-hmm. that season or whatever, he's going to reveal yeah. it. And I think another thing too, this wasn't a part of the questions, but yeah. codependency is another kind of unhealthy thing that Mm. tends to happen in friendships um, and especially even in Christian circles, because there can be such a thing as being too close where, like you said, I think you had said earlier, Kayla, like looking to this person as almost like God, Mm -hmm. like having her be the source of your comfort and your encouragement, like they can almost maybe be too good (laughs) at encouragement (laughs) that you, that you forget to go to Jesus first and foremost. Um, I feel like that's, that's, that's an issue that I have had in my friendships. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Especially when I was 14 and 15, I, the Lord really had to unscale my eyes because I was so blinded. I was so blinded by how that codependency really honestly kicked out God mm-hmm. and prevented him from being the ones to being from him being the one to encourage, um, that, that, that friend and being at the center of that friendship. And so I just think that's another possible indicator of Mm -hmm. whether a friendship is, is healthy or not is, is their codependency and is that getting in the way of Jesus? Yeah. That's such a good point. Yeah. I know that's definitely been something for me in my Mm -hmm. life before. So that's definitely something to be aware for. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, there's so much you can learn in (laughs) friendships. Um, you know, joy that Mm -hmm. you definitely can have, but there's a lot of hardships that you can have. And even though rejection or gossiping Mm -hmm. or jealousy, you know, whatever it is that can happen, it still can be used for God's glory and still be used to bring you closer to the feet of Jesus. And it it also can prepare you for a future relationship with someone, you know? And so um, just being aware that no matter what your season is, Uh if it is good right now with a friend or Mm -hmm. if it's really hard, Mm -hmm. that God will still use that. Absolutely. It's never... 
never goes to waste. And Kayla, I still feel like I'm still applying lessons I learned when I was 12. <laughs> yeah. Through hard, I mean, and I've always gone through hard friendships. Right. And I've sometimes I've asked the Lord, Lord, like this is why. <laughs> but it's because He He loves me. He wants to grow me. He wants to grow that other person too. He's mm -hmm. not just after our hearts. He's after their hearts too. And it's praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. <laughs> praise the Lord that it doesn't go to waste. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, I just realized I didn't ask you in the beginning of mm -hmm. what God's been teaching you. I always ask that question. Oh, so really fast before yeah. we wrap it up, what has yeah. God been teaching you lately? Um, that he is my all in all, <laughs> which has been the theme of our conversation yes. today, that he, he is enough for me in this season, um, that he, he is what I need, you know, to carry me through. It's, you know, be, figuring out how to be a wife is a, is a really um, interesting endeavor <laughs> when you've <laughs> never been in that season before and, it, and, and figuring out how can I, I love Michael well and really that is with, with Jesus, that's with his love. Um, I've been learning not only that Christ needs to be my all in all, but that I need to be filling myself with him every single day. I have had days, Kayla, <laughs> where since having Elliot, um, I have not spent time with the Lord and it shows whether I'm tired or whether I'm more irritable and, and Michael gets to be on the receiving <laughs> end of that. And I have had times where I have had to come to him and repent and say, wow, I am so sorry. Mm -hmm. I am lacking Christ. I am lacking Christ. And it's because I did not fill myself up with him. So I'm learning. I'm in a season where there's a lot going on and I feel like I'm being pulled in so many different directions, but I'm learning that it is so key that I fill myself up with him because it reflects in my life when I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to give people myself, Kayla, myself, self, Catherine's self and her flesh. It's so empty <laughs> and it's filled with sin and like just desperation. But when I, when I fill it with Christ and when he fills me with his spirit, I can overflow of him. Mm. He is the one that gives me wisdom on how to handle situations. He's mm. the one that gives me patience when Aaliyah is crying and I don't know what he needs and I don't know what to give him. He gives me that endurance yeah. and gives me that insight into what he might need. He he gives me that love for Michael and, and he's the one that unifies my marriage. So mm. I've, I'm having to learn that more than ever because I almost feel like I'm in more of a desperate place than I ever have been before, mm. but I'm thankful for it because it reminds me I can't depend on myself. <laughs> wow. And I'm really glad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's, man, that's so beautiful because I'm like, that's kind of what I'm learning right now mm. as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think a lot of people could relate to mm. that. It's just learning in this season of life, wherever yes. you're at, that Jesus is enough. Whether it's school, whether it's friendships, yeah. relationships, family life, mm -hmm. navigating friendships with siblings, yeah. you know, relationships with parents. I mean, it that's such a key thing for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is. Well, Catherine, I'm so grateful you came and just was here yeah. and just being able to share the wisdom that God has mm. just given to you through the years. Like he has taught you so much and 
um, is continuing to teach you a yes. lot, which is so, so cool. But um, I'm just so thankful that you spent time to be here and share all that the Lord's been teaching you. Oh, thank you, friend, for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Listening to me ramble. <laughs> hey, that's what this is for, you know? Oh, we yeah. have our tea and we're just yes. rambling. Like, yeah. I'm usually the one rambling, oh. so I love it. <laughs> I will ramble for you. <laughs> so which, good. by the way, I don't feel like you ramble. So. Oh, good. Thank you. I didn't either. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, not at all. I felt like it was a very, um, what is it called? Just a very easy flow conversation. Oh, good. There you go. So, <laughs> oh man, but where can people find you? It always sounds so creepy. I need to find a different way to say that, but where can people find you, follow you, whatever? <laughs> yeah. Um. So my kind of main source, I would say of ministry right now is Instagram and it's just I'm Catherine Rose. <laughs> nice so you can easy. find me there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And you can see on my account too, because I follow you. So yeah. if you can't find it, just go to where I follow and there you are. We're yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, everyone, I hope you gained encouragement from this mm -hmm. and just um, wisdom and hopefully to help you in your season of life right now with friendships or relationships yeah. you know really could be for whatever so yeah, yeah thanks again mm -hmm. for coming thank you for having me <laughs> yeah.